welcome to the Comedy Geek Podcast. Tonight's episode, I know what you did during that time back then. Ah, there you are both. Why are you squeezed into this tiny broom cupboard? We're not hiding. Definitely not hiding. Hmm. Well, it seems to me like you've been avoiding me all day. Avoiding you? <laughs> no. Why would we do that? Because, as I'm sure you're both well aware by now, our T-shirt sales this month have plummeted to an all-time low. Oh, Not our fault, though, boss. Surely. You're damn right it's your fault. You're the ones who come up with the slogans. I mean, take this one, for example. Every time you listen to an Ed Sheeran song, another metalhead dies. That can't be true, can it? Could be. We've got a whole team of scientists researching it. That's an expense we simply don't need. We have to fire them all. Is that an order, or are you just thinking out loud? Ah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it even conforms to the shape of you. (laughs) Please stop. And what about this T-shirt? The Great British Bake Off Fan Fiction Society. We've been cooking that one up for a while. Total rubbish. This one's even worse. One plus one equals two. Wouldn't that be funnier if the answer was incorrect? We We never never joke joke about about arithmetic. Okay. Well, what about this one? Unbaked dough addiction. You know you need it. That is a terrible, terrible pun. It is a bit half-baked, I agree. I had a feeling that would get a rise. This one is just plain creepy. I know where you live. It's true, though. Right. Anyway, this next one is probably the worst yet. Fire exit. I suppose the white letters on the green background glow in the dark or something. Oh, wow, that would have been a brilliant idea. No, no, it really wouldn't. What's next? Oh, God, this one. I want to lose my virginity tonight. We made that one especially for you. What? It's nothing to be embarrassed about. But I'm not a... Well, technically, I think... Anyway, moving on... Explain this next one. Greetings from Prestatin. Ah, he was a transfer from the greetings card department. I see. P45 time, methinks. And and don't get me started on this next one. DNR. Do you really think it's a good idea to manufacture T-shirts with Do Not Resuscitate printed on them? Oh, gosh. Is, Is that what DNR stands for? No wonder that catwalk model never made it back from the hospital. Okay, this next one has me baffled. Stinking guffs. Who on earth would wear this? (laughs) Oh, there's a funny story behind that one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, so funny. Well, what's the story? Oh. Uh... Hmm, Can't remember. This next one is just ridiculous. It says... Thank you for your email. I'm currently out of the office and will be back next week. For immediate assistance, contact me on... 
Hey, wait a second. This is my phone number. We emailed you just before you went off on holidays a fortnight ago about a new t-shirt design. Yeah, we assumed this is what you wanted us to print. But you can't print my number on there. I'll have random people calling me. Yeah, we did wonder about that. Don't send this to the printers, whatever you do. Uh, oh. oh, please don't tell me. Oh, God. Sorry. Hello? No, I can't give you immediate assistance. Goodbye. You two are in so much trouble. Wait till Ooh, I... apparently there's some chocolate cake up in the staff room. Chocolate cake, you say? Yeah, huge chocolate cake. With chocolate cream on top. Hmm. I better go and investigate. Carry on both. Good job. Works every time. Oh, hey, Detective Sal. Are you ready for the interview? Definitely. Let's do it. After you, Detective Pat. Oh, no, after you. I insist. Oh, you're too kind. Finally. How long are you planning to keep me here? I demand to know what's going on. Hi, Terence. It's OK if we call you Terence, is it? Uh, um, yes, yeah, suppose so. Whatever. Mind if we join you? It's your flipping police station. <laughs> oh, yes, I suppose it is, isn't it? Although we'd love for you to think of it as your police station as well, Terence. You are? Well, we might have been here for some time, you know, so just make yourself at home and etc, etc. Am I under arrest? Oh, no, 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 no. 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 Under arrest? No. no, no, no. Then what am I doing here? Oh, we just brought you in for a little chat, you know? Yeah, we just needed some help with this robbery case, Terence. We have a few little questions for you, that's all. Shouldn't take too long. We know you're a very busy man. Oh, yes, so busy. Right. Well, okay. Let's start with the important stuff. My first question for you, Terence. Yes? Would you like a cup of tea? Oh, yes, what a splendid idea. I'm gasping. Would you like one, Terence? I'll get Bobby to make us one now. Bobby, can you come in here a sec? Thanks. Do you take milk? Sugar? Um, milk. No sugar. Right. Let's get down to business then, shall we? Can you where explain you where... Oh, gosh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, my, I'm so sorry. No, no, you go first. I insist. This is the weirdest interrogation I've ever been in. Isn't there supposed to be one good cop and one bad cop? Oh, my. Can you imagine? Oh, no, 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 no. We're both good cops. Very good cops. We're so good. Yes, so good. Come in. Hi, guys. Are you called? Hiya, Bobby. Hi. All right. Hello. Terence, this is Bobby. He's a detective in charge of the case. Um, all right. Hi, Terence. Nice to meet you. I trust you've settled into the interrogation room nicely, have you? Well, to be honest, I'm used to being treated in a slightly more brutal manner when I'm brought in here. Oh, oh hell. Oh, gosh, brutal. No, oh. no, no, no. So, hot drinks for everyone, is it? Oh, brilliant. Oh, yes, please. No problemo. Terry here will have a tea with milk, no sugar. I'll have a coffee if that's not too much trouble. Oh, same for me. Thanks, Bobby. Ah, my pleasure. Back in a jiffy. I do love Bobby. Oh, isn't he great? So great. Anyway, where were we? Um, well, you were supposed to be interrogating me. Were we? About what? Well, the robbery. Oh, of course. The robbery, the of robbery. course. 
I have to say, this good cop, good cop thing is really disconcerting. Really? Would you prefer we try something else? Honestly? Yes, please. Okay. Um, well, if you insist. Here goes then. Finally. You did it, didn't you? You did Tell it! Tell us why you did it! Confess! Oh, are we going to put you we're away? Going to go away for a long, long time! Behind bars, Terrors. Tell us where the money is! Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Isn't one of you supposed to remain a good cop? You can't both be bad cops. Oh, really? Are you sure? Here's your tea, everyone. Was that shouting I heard? Give me that goddamn tea! Nobody likes you, Bobby. Get out! Oh, no, Terence. What have you done? Guys, guys, guys. Calm down. Why are you being so nasty? Um, oh, it just seemed like a good idea. Terence suggested it. We were making him a bit nervous, so we thought we'd try and play along as bad cops. I guess we just got a bit too much into character. Sorry. No worries. Oh, you guys crack me up sometimes. Chocolate cake, anyone? Oh, yes, please. I love chocolate cake. That's so good. Mm, so good. Terence, you want a slice of chocolate cake? It's from the shop down the end of the street. The, 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 the shop? Yeah, you know, the one with the friendly shopkeeper. What's his name? Begins with a J. Jack? Jim? Jason? Joan? Jamie? Jim? Jimbo? Jim? Game of Thrones? Genevieve? That doesn't even begin with a J, silly. Oops. <laughs> it's John! Okay? John! The shopkeeper. And yes, I did it. I confess it was me. I robbed the shop. I held him up at gunpoint and I took all the money from the cash register. Here it is, look. It was in my pockets the whole time. Take it! Take it! Well, that was unexpected. I know. What a shame. I was really enjoying where this is going. Did I mention how nice your nails are, Detective Pat? Oh, yes, I've had them done at the salon earlier. Thanks for noticing, Detective Sal. It sounds like you two are having a moment. Would you like me to arrest Terence for you guys? Oh, yes, Bobby, would you mind? No, not at all. Come with me then, young man. Let's get these handcuffs on you. We'll see you in a bit, Terence, love. Shall we save you some cake? Ah! Come along, son. Bye, everybody. Well, didn't it? Yes, brilliant. And we only brought him in to get some help with the investigation. I had no idea he was even involved. I know. And we had all these envelopes and stamps here for him to lick. Crazy. More chocolate cake, Detective Sal? Oh, thanks, Detective Pat. Mmm. Hey, dude. Ah, oh, hey, dude. Um, ah, so what's this brilliant idea you couldn't wait to tell me about then? Ah, yes, well, you know, we're on about doing some music and our sketches. Ah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Uh, what did you have in mind? Well, I was thinking we could be Queen. Ah, like the band Queen? Yeah, the band. Ah, brilliant, yeah, like a spoof version of Queen. Uh, no, actually be Queen. How do you mean? Well, you know what band I'm on about, don't you? Queen? Yeah, Queen. Right. You seem a bit confused. I am confused. I don't see what's so confusing. The band Queen, they're really famous. So, so your plan is for us to be the band Queen? Yes. They had loads of hits. 
Yes, I'm well aware of all their hits, but how can we actually be Queen? Well, we just learn the songs and say, hello, we're Queen. I don't know. Go on tour then, I suppose. You know, stadiums, etc. Come on, just say, hi, we're Queen. You realise that just saying we're Queen wouldn't actually make us the band Queen? Wait, so... Hang on, now I'm confused. Well, what you're suggesting is that we somehow become the band Queen. Become the... Ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, oh God, yeah. Oh, I see the flaw in my plan now. And the penny drops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I feel like such a silly sausage right now. Yeah, you were all like, oh, let's be queen. And I was all like... Don't be so daft. How can we be queen, you big tosser? Exactly. Yeah, I never said tosser, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I just went off on one then. <laughs> 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 yeah, we do come up with some crazy ideas sometimes. <laughs> I know. Ah, <laughs> oh, so uh, what was the amazing idea you wanted to tell me about? Ah, oh, well, have you heard of the band The Eagles? As part of our Language and Diversity program here at Comedy Geek, we have made it our mission to incorporate a range of different cultures and communicative languages into our show. This week, we are proud to be the first podcast in history to bring you a sketch performed entirely in smoke signals. Take it away, Jamie. Hi guys, we hope you are enjoying this episode of the Comedy Geek Podcast. We'll be right back after these short messages. Hello, my name is Jane Perrone and I'm the host of a podcast called On The Ledge. If you've ever wondered where you've gone wrong with that spider plant that's turning yellow or despaired over your dead Venus flytrap, then this is where my podcast comes in because On Ledge is all about houseplants, indoor gardening, how you can keep your plants alive inside. I've been obsessed with houseplants since I was a little kid, but there's still loads for me to learn. So come along and learn with me. I talk to the experts, help to answer your houseplant problems and struggle over Latin names. On the Ledge is available on all good pod apps, and you can check out my website at janeperone.com. Amy, are you ready to record that advert now for those studio tray wireless earphones? Amy? Amy? What? Did you say something? Sorry, Dan. <laughs> I was listening to podcasts on my new studio tray wireless earphones. Oh, they look nice. And the sound quality is fantastic. They're compatible with any Bluetooth device. They've got nine hours of battery life with 10 days of standby. Wow, that seems like a sound investment. They have a Bluetooth remote with built-in microphone with a 15 meter range. Ideal for anyone with an active lifestyle. What are those funny curved bits on the earbuds? Oh, they're called wingtips. 
and their handmade Swedish designs ensures a secure fit. Best of all, they include three different size wingtips in the box, which is quite handy because I've got such teeny tiny ears. Those clever Swedes. They also throw in a stylish leather carry case, cable clip and charging cable, so I've got everything I need to listen to my favourite music and podcasts wherever I go. Incredible. I might buy some for myself. Where can I get them? Head to www.studio.com. That's S-U-D-I-O. And use the coupon code COMEDYGEEK, all one word, at the checkout to get an incredible 15% discount off your order. Nice. We should definitely tell all our Comedy Geek listeners about that. Definitely. What are you listening to right now? Oh, the Comedy Geek podcast, of course. Want to listen with me? Nah, heard that one before. Anyway, it says on the Studio website they deliver their earphones in one to two business days to the UK, so I won't have to wait long for mine. Oh, that's great. I might buy another set for the gym and another set for the house, you know, in different Okay, colours. okay, calm down, Amy. Okay, can I do my dance now? Nobody can see you dancing because this advert's on a podcast. I, I, I don't mind, I'll just do it anyway. Ah, what the heck. Wait for me! Bryn, have you met Steve here? No, hello Steve. I'm Bryn. Nice to meet you. How are you? Nice to meet you. How are you? Uh, hi Bryn, I'm Steve. What? I... what? Oh, I'm terribly sorry Bryn. I should have explained. Steve has this very unusual condition where he has to repeat any question he's been asked before he can answer. Isn't that right, Steve? Isn't that right, Steve? That's right, Mary. Uh, oh, I... I see. Yes, it can all get very confusing. I've known Steve for so long, I don't even notice it anymore. How long has it been now, Steve? How long has it been now, Steve? Well, um, we met at university, so about ten years. What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? I'm a phone operator for the emergency services. I see. That must get terribly confusing. I'm sorry, was that a question? Um, I don't know. Yes, maybe? Right, well, you damn well better make it clearer next time, for God's sake. If you're going to ask a question, then you should at least ensure that it's not in a rhetorical format. You know, that really gets my back up and... Now, now, Steve, remember you only just met. Nice and calm now. Yes. Y- yes, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, Bryn. I-, I didn't mean any disrespect. Oh, hey, Sean. I must leave you both for just a moment. I'll be right back. So... So... <laughs> How long have you worked as an operator? How long have you worked as an operator? Um, nearly five years now. I must say, your question repeating thing must really make things terribly confusing. <clears throat> was that a question? Definitely not. That was definitely a question. You did a little inflection at the end there, didn't you? Did I? Did I? No, you definitely didn't. No, you definitely didn't. Oh, well, that's good of you to admit. I hate you more than anyone I've ever hated in all of my life, and I just want to... Anyone for chocolate cake? Cake? Ooh, cake, cake. Cake, Woo-hoo. Oh, I do apologise, Steve. I forgot to tell you. Bryn has this strange condition where he has to dance a jig every time he sees a cake, particularly chocolate. Wow, some people are so weird. Do you want cake? Do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? Woo! Do you want some cake? Would you like some cake? Do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? Would you want some cake? Would you like some cake? Would you like some cake? Would you like some cake? Do you love cake? Do you love cake? I love cake. Do you love cake? 
Do you love cake? Oh, do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? Do you want some cake? <laughs> and this is why I didn't alter any entertainment. Hello and welcome to the Truth Hour. Traffic cones. How often do you see them and are they multiplying? Are these conical bollards simply a blend of thermoplastic and PVC or something more sinister? Today we explore the conspiracy theory that traffic cones are alive, breeding and have their minds set on world domination. With me today is special guest, Mr Dawson. Actually, it's Lord Andrew Philip Jonathan Oliver Dawson III. Apologies. Lord Dawson, how are you? Thank you for joining us. Good day to you, Felicity. I'm very well. So, Lord Dawson, are traffic cones really living beings? Why, yes, of course, Felicity. I have studied the phenomenon for several years now, ever since I retired after that nervous breakdown in 2007. But living beings makes absolutely perfect sense. Please, do go on. You've seen it yourself, Felicity. The traffic cones are everywhere. They started small, subtle, watching us with their sinister orange hue, always watching. Then all of a sudden, there's an influx. Traffic cones everywhere, watching your every move. Is that so? Not many people are aware of this, but the traffic cones are actually aliens from outer space. They have come to Earth and are trying to take over the planet. So, do we have any proof of this? <laughs> yes, of course. How many times have you driven somewhere only to be met with traffic cones? Then, when making that journey on a different occasion, the traffic cones have grown in number. Suddenly they've multiplied. They reproduce at a rapid rate. They are clone cones. Okay, so do these cones require copulation? How do they reproduce? Well, this is a closely kept secret. You see, no one knows. The cones remain very guarded about their private lives, especially romance. It's highly suspicious. Joining us today, we also have Mr. Bradley Jones, a pothole expert from Llanelli. Uh, oh, it's uh, Llanelli, actually. Uh, hello. Llanelli. Welcome, Bradley. Now, sir, you deal with traffic cones on a daily basis when confronted with potholes. Am I right? Uh, yes, Felicity, that's right. Uh, I see them all the time. When there's a pothole, you see, you don't want anyone having a nasty accident. So we often use cones. Uh, they're normally at the side of the road. That's interesting. So how do they get there? The cones? Yes. Well, normally I put them there. Especially if the potholes are code yellow or a code purple. When you say normally, does that mean the traffic cones can get there in some other way? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, my colleague could have put them there. Samuel even puts them down for a code orange. Aha! You see? See, they trick you into thinking that someone else put them there. When really they've multiplied and are slowly taking over. Soon our planet will be overrun by traffic cones. Now, don't be so silly. I know for a fact that you are stark raving bonkers. How do you know that? Oh, my mum told me. Solo Dawson, what steps can we take? What can we do to avoid an attack of the cones? Well, it's too late for that. We've already been invaded. What we have to do now is submit ourselves to them, adopt their ways and follow their ruling. That sounds awfully dramatic. So how do we go about that then? What have the government said? They are the government. In America, 
Just look at the colour of Trump. He is an advanced traffic cone being, able to shapeshift into almost human form. We have to follow their direction, go wherever they take us. It's all we can do if we don't want to get hot. Um, it's not the cones that are the problem, it's those blinking potholes. They're more dangerous. Potholes are made when the cones are beamed down to earth. They come crashing down with such force that they cause a break in the road. Oh, they're keeping me in a job then? Exactly! All hail traffic cones! All hail traffic cones. That is the message from Mr Dawson here. Lord Andrew Genevieve Engelbert Adolf Pocahontas Dawson VIII! Yes. What do you think, listener? Do you believe that cones are alien life from another planet? Or, like our Bradley here, is that idea stark raving bonkers? Hey! Have you had any encounters with suspicious traffic cones? Tune in later when we will be taking your calls. This sketch is called Fajitas. What do you fancy for food tonight? Hmm, how about some fajitas? You what? You know, fajitas. Oh, do you, do you mean fajitas? Yeah, fajitas. Wraps with spicy meat and lettuce and salsa and stuff. That's right, fajitas. Um, they're called fajitas. When you say it, you make it sound kind of rude. Fajitas. 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 I'm saying the same thing. Fajitas. You're making it rhyme with a very rude body part. Okay, well, that's what we're having for food anyway. Okay, fine. But I wish you'd pronounce it correctly. Fajitas. Please stop saying that. Could you pass the jalapenos? <gasps> this sketch was called Fajitas. It's week one. It's a brand new season. It's Vocal Talent Show Factor. This week we head to Wales to test their vocal ability. These guys have been here since... 6 this morning? 7.21. That was the earliest bus. Right. 8.45. I was waiting for the weather on Good Morning Britain. 8.40. Oh, I was here earlier than you. Uh, let's meet some of our contestants. I've been waiting my whole life for this. All 23 years. It means everything to me. So, when did you first start singing? Uh, two months ago. This could be life-changing. If I don't get through, then that's the end of it for me. My mother is putting everything on the line for me to do this. I needed my claws clean, so they were all on the line. You must be very passionate about singing. Yeah. Singing is my life. So how long have you been singing for? Not long, really. I saw the ad in the paper yesterday. I thought I'd give it a try. Okay, let's meet some more of our... Excuse me? I said, excuse me? You can't stop there. You're causing an obstruction! Um, ma'am, we're filming you. I don't care who you are, young man, or what you think you're doing. I'll tell the authorities I will. <clears throat> you there. Why are you here today? Oh, I'm uh, doing this for my dad. Uh, he didn't have many opportunities in life, and uh, he's been so depressed since the death of Marv. He misses him dearly. 
Just the sweetest little goldfish. Oh, this looks interesting. You there. How are you going to impress the judges today? Oh, I'm just going to do my thing, and uh, if they don't like it, then tough. It's not the end of the world. But this could be the greatest opportunity of your life. Meh. Don't you want to go places? Become a big star? I'd rather go to McDonald's. Although sometimes the queue's just as bad. What about your family? Have you had a tough life? Struggled through great obstacles and given up loads just to be here? Oh, I gave up my morning caramel macchiato with extra foam just to get a place in line. And my dad's alright, thanks for asking. Uh, he's sitting at home watching the rugby. So there's nothing tragic or upsetting in your life whatsoever? Uh, not that I can think of. Internet browser history? All clean. Medical history? Never even had a cold. Parking tickets? Oh, well, there was that one time. Aha! But they let me off. Damn it. Yeah, it was the traffic warden's first day on the job. We got on great. He ended up becoming my daughter's godfather. Are you sure she's your daughter? Yeah, I was there at the birth. And the conception. <laughs> and she's got the same rare eye colour as me as well. Ah, so you were different to all the other children in school then? Actually, I was celebrated for it and had a brief career as a child film star. Ah, so your film career failed? Actually, I sort of just gave it up when I won the lottery. It was just before I married my lingerie model girlfriend. Ah, so your wife is just a model, is she? Uh, nah, she just does it on the side as a hobby, really, when she's not in the lab working on a cure for cancer and volunteering at the local animal shelter. You know, you're never going to win with that attitude. And who are you, sir? Oh, uh, hello, uh, my name's Bradley Jones. And what are you doing here today? Well, um, my mum told me to uh, just have a go, you know. Uh, she's always telling me I've got a lovely voice when I'm singing in the shower. Uh, as long as I don't use her shampoo. Oh, she didn't half go off for one if I do. One time I used her conditioner instead of my shampoo. Oh, I had fluffy hair for days, I did. And is your mum with you here today? Oh, no, she's gone to the Britain's Got Talent auditions over the other end of town. And what's her special talent? Rapping. Oh, and what song is she going to rap? Oh, no, 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 no. Rapping gifts. I see. Now, who do we have here? What's your name, dear? Ah, yes, Jamie Follop, one of this year's judges. Are you a fan? And what about you, sir, with the newspaper? Are you nervous about your audition on the vocal talent show Factor? Oh, is that what this is? Oh, I thought this was just a cue for the toilet. Have you been holding it in long? No, it usually takes me a while to work up to it. Oh, here it comes. Time to move on. Join us after the break for the first round of auditions. Good evening and welcome to The Geek Report. I'm Sally Burns. And I'm Jack Daniels. Today in the news, a 5K pizza run is coming to the UK. Participants are trying to top their personal best. In technology, LG has unveiled a radical new 65-inch TV that you can roll up like a poster. It's also available with flexible payments. Also, robotic self-driving suitcases are now able to use facial recognition to follow you around. They'd need to be a lot bigger than usual to carry your emotional baggage. <clears throat> a city trader says, My cheating ex-husband won the lottery by having an affair. You would know all about that. 
And a survey suggests that 75% of Britons would keep a big lottery win secret from their family. Now they're a little shy about revealing their balls. But at least they have theirs. A woman has plans to marry a video game after she was left heartbroken by a calculator. It doesn't quite add up. At least she has something to console her. We're now going live to our Hollywood consultant, Walker Fame. Hi, Walker. Hi, Sally. Hi, Jack. We're here live in L.A. bringing you the hottest news of the stars. An American Pie 5 could have been in the pipeline. However, the movie script has been sitting on a shelf at Universal collecting dust. They'll never make a crust that way. The Emoji Movie has won countless awards. At the Razzies, words cannot express how truly awful it was. Still, what can they do but smile? They're still capable of more emotion than you, Sally. Lisa Kudrow, Courtney Cox, and Jennifer Aniston are reportedly part of a group text. Apparently, Courtney Cox is a scream, but Jennifer prefers to ring. I heard she's always engaged. And finally, a man eats all the food from Lord of the Rings as a tribute to his late father. That's right, folks. He ate 24 carrots. Back to you at the studio. Thank you, Walker. Let's have a quick look at the weather with our weather correspondent, Gail Force. Gail, how's the weather looking? <clears throat> ah, sorry. Gail couldn't get to work this morning because of the snow. She's not the only one to freeze you out. Let's go to the traffic with Di Vision. Di, can you give us an update on the traffic? Oh, uh, hi Sally, hi Jack. There was a little bit of disruption when a car exploded after a man used body spray, then lit a cigarette. His car was a write-off, but it should smell fresh for the next 24 hours. Some roads are not looking pretty. A council has refused to collect bins because it's too cold. Residents have since been down in the dumps. And finally, a drunk driver was captured on Snapchat steering with his foot just before he crashed. He had only just started the 12-step programme. Back to you in the studio. Thank you, Di. Huge fire breaks out in Bristol University New Maths Building. Police say it was a calculated attempt. They never did answer that burning question. What, of your actual age? Oh, there's no need for that. I'm 24. Yes, yes you are. In dog years. I've been told I don't look a day over 23. Honey, all the concealer in the world couldn't hide those crow's feet. <clears throat> and the results are in. Men really do prefer blondes. Yours must be dyed, then. However, men still love themselves a whole lot more. Apparently, someone is shooting Apple staff buses in California. So far, they are only hitting one of their five a day. And finally... Scientists have developed a glass that heals itself when you press it together. They finally cracked it. Thank you and good night. Tonight's Comedy Geek podcast was written and performed by Daniel Morgan, Amy Weber, Thomas Woodrow and Jamie Davis and was produced by Comedy Geek. Also featured in this episode, Charney Thomas and... Mark App Anthony. If you enjoyed this comedy podcast, then please subscribe to our channel and tell all of your friends. 
find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Tinder. Be sure to tune in next time. Comedy Geek Podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or follow BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.